last week, and we had the opportunity at the end of the Mass to, to hear from, from Bob Burns as he gave his kind of witness talk for our, our stewardship campaign, which is called Give Success to the Work of Our Hands. It was great to hear Bob kind of explain how him and his family, him and Ashley, have to, had to put their trust in God to provide and how God always provided. And in a very selfish way, it was great to see Bob at, at the pulpit because, well, it gives him a little bit of practice because soon, and Bob's holding a child over there right now, but soon, on December 10th, Bob will be back here uh, preaching, at least at the 10 a.m. Mass. So it gave him a little bit of practice. And what's going to happen for Bob after he gets ordained is a couple things. First off, we're going to start calling him either Deacon Bob or, or Deacon Burns. So I know you're still praying about that. We're still trying to figure out what you're going to go by. So that's going to change. The other thing that's going to change for Bob is this. After his first homily, someone will come up to him and say, Deacon, great job on the, on the homily. However, I would have done it this way. And recommendations are going to come flooding your way after you finish preaching or just most in the random spots possible. And you take them all with the listening part and you say, okay, thank you for that, but I'm going to continue to rely on the Holy Spirit as well. Remember a couple years ago, it was actually 10 years ago, of all places I was, hard to imagine, I was ice fishing with someone I know a little bit, not, not a great friend, but someone on ice fishing we want, it was amazing. And he goes, Father, I, I want to let you know something. I say, hey, what's going on? He goes, I have a homily for you. Great. Can't wait to hear it. Because I want you to use it as soon as possible. It's been 10 years, by the way. I haven't used it yet. But I'm going to use it today because it stuck with me. So imagine, Father, if I gave you $168, would you be, would you be happy? <laughs> like, I'd be ecstatic. I could then buy maybe some different ice fishing jigs to catch some bigger fish or something. I don't know. Right? He goes, exactly. You'd be happy. Now, if I asked for a dollar back, would you give it to me? Well, yeah, you just gave me 168. I'm going to give you a dollar. Of course, I'll give it back to you. He goes, now, Father, how many hours are there in a week? I looked at him like, I am ice fishing right now. I do not want to have to think. He goes, give you a clue. I just used the number. I'm like, oh, yeah, 168 hours. And he goes, and how many hours does God want back a week? An hour. Huh. One hour. And he gives us all these hours. He goes, yeah, that's the, that's the importance of going to Mass is you're giving that one hour back to God. I thought, you know what, that's, that's a really good message. But it's not true. Because God wants more than just an hour. God wants all of us. Every single minute. Every single second. He wants to give back to him. And then with that, even more. We hear about that, by the way, in the parable today. We're very familiar with this parable. It's, it's one that kind of sticks out, right? The servants that get different talents according to their abilities. The five, the two, and the one. Now, what is a talent, by the way? Now, of course, we can think of talent in the more modern way, which is probably somewhat appropriate, actually, is people are talented. Let's use an example, right? We could all say that Bo Jackson was pretty talented in the athletic field, right? What a great talent he has received. But we've all received talents given to us by God. But back in the parable, a talent, as we know, actually refers to, to money. But how much is a talent worth? Well, modern scholars, looking back, think that a silver talent or a gold talent would be even more, of course, but a silver talent would be 15 to 20 years of someone's daily wage. So let's put that in perspective. 
let's say someone averages $50,000 a year for their salary, and it's 20 years of that, so that's a million dollars for a talent. So I didn't know that till this, this week. I was like, <laughs> that's not a small responsibility. Someone gives you a million dollars or $2 million or $5 million, right? This is what it looks like. The master goes off, and he comes back. Of course, those first two servants come to him. We can, we can just hear it. They come to him with joy. And they say to him, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. And they give them freely back to the master. Take this, which you have given me, and I give you even more. And what is the master's response? Well done, my, my good and faithful servant. I will give you right, great responsibilities, but even more importantly, Come share your master's joy. The same with the two. Come share your master's joy. But the one who has one talent, one million dollars, comes and says, Master, I was afraid. I was afraid of not being able to do anything. I was afraid of what you wanted from me. I was afraid to use what you gave me. Because maybe they didn't have confidence in themselves. I don't know. And so what did they do instead? They dug it. And placed it in a hole. I say, Master, you gave me one talent, you gave me one million dollars, and I'm giving you a million dollars back. Master, you gave me 168 hours, and I'm giving you an hour back. Doesn't quite add up. Because now the master is what? He's angry. He's upset. You wicked, lazy servant. words that we do not want to hear, right? But why is he upset? Because he had given his servant everything that he needed according to his abilities, and he wasted it. Now, we know for God that when he gives us talents, part of that is money, but he does give us skills. We're all talented in many different ways. But what are we doing with them? Are we truly serving the Lord Are we working for the Lord? And what are we working for? It's not to work to get more money for God. It's not to work to get more money for the church. What is the purpose of our life? Well, at the end of Mass, I will tell you what the purpose is. But you don't have to wait. You already know the last part, right? Go in peace doing what? Glorifying the Lord by your life. Do we glorify the Lord by our life every single moment that the Lord gives us or not? Are we working towards spreading the kingdom of God? Are we going out and spreading the good news, the good news of not just our master? See, we should not look at God as our master, because he doesn't see us as his servants. We hear in John 15, what does he call us? I call you my friend. And even more than our friend, what does he really want to call us? His son's and his daughters, his children, who he truly loves. And he says, come to me, come to me and I will give you rest. Come to you and I will give you the grace that you need to do the work I'm asking you to undertake. And we come to him not just as a servant, but we come to him truly as a child. But a child who wants to do what? To please their father to please their Abba, and to work for them. And spreading that good news of the gospel. And so the question we have to ask ourselves is what? 
Are we going to give back to God just what belongs to God? Or are we going to use what God has given us to grow his kingdom and to spread the good news? It's a question we have to bring to prayer. What have we done? Or what are we doing to spread the good news? To spread the message of Christ? To spread the message of the Catholic Church in a world that is full of darkness? How are we truly working for him? Glorifying him. And not just giving back a little, but giving back everything and then letting him be the one who transforms it to give even more. Once again, this, this week's, uh, well, this stewardship campaign is called Give Success to the Work of Our Hands. That's based off Psalm 90, verse 17. It's on the bottom of, of my chalice because it's my favorite scripture passage. Lord, give success to the work that we do. But the work we do is not to build up our own checking account or savings account or to get a bigger house or to build up a, in the corporate world. The work we undertake should be doing what? Building up the kingdom of God. My brothers and sisters, we need your help. We need your help in this parish to do it. Of course, there's a couple ways. And hopefully you're able to see this week as we sent out the stewardship materials to be able to look through the sure of all the different ministries we have here at St. John the Baptist, as well as to see the good work that we are doing. A parish cannot run, at least these days in the United States, without a staff. And our staff is, is amazing. They, they do such great work. And they see their work not just as going to work. They see that they're actually doing the work of God. But we need to be able to give them a wage, to give them a just wage. The vast expense that we have as a parish is for payroll. It's not surprising, right? Because we see that what they're doing is actual work, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. So we need your support that we may continue to provide a just wage for, for our staff and the different ministries uh, is, as well. So that's one part we're hoping people can continue to respond. And you guys have done a great job responding financially with the gifts that God has given you back to the parish because you see the importance of it. Though what we are doing is spreading the good news of the gospel. But this year we're also asking you to pray and to consider how can you also give of your, of, your, of your time, give of yourself, give of those, those gifts that God has given you back to the parish as well in, in different ministry ways? So on the form that was kind of mailed out, and if you need a form, by the way, they're at the end of the pews. If you want to look at the commitment card on the back of it, there, there's two things we always like to point out. Number one on the back, it says, what do you want us to pray for? I love this part of the commitment card, by the way, because what happens so it's put in a confidential Excel sheet, which is only shared with one person. That person is me. And then I'm able to look through it every single Sunday, usually is what I do. So I go through it and pray for you, the parishioners. And I love as the priest, as a father, to know what your intentions are. Never be afraid to drop me an email either saying, Father, can you pray for this? Or before Mass or after Mass, please let me know. This is what I long to do. So that's on the commitment card. But the second part of the commitment card on the back as well is saying, I would like to serve, I would like to minister in the following areas. In the upcoming month, by the way, we're really going to highlight the different ministries that need the most uh, immediate attention. So we need more help uh, in ministry here at, at the parish. Once again, we have to ask ourselves that question. What are we doing to spread the good news? 
How are we truly working for God and understanding that it's not just for the staff, it's not just for the priest, it's not just going to be for Deacon Bob or Deacon Burns, whatever he goes by, right? This is for all of us because God says, I give you everything. What I expect of you and I long for you is that you come to me giving it back and then I'm able to transform it and give it even more. And with that as well, we know at that judgment day, the Lord is going to have us give us account of our actions. And we know what, ser- we know what servant, uh, what child we want to be. But we can hear, come and share in your Father's joy. And so, Heavenly Father, we ask you, please give success to the work of the hands that we do here at this parish. Continue to bless us and help us truly to spread the good news, the good news of Jesus Christ and the good news of the Catholic Church.